Welcome, everybody, to the Robert John and the Wreck podcast. We are a five-piece rock and roll band from Orange County, California, that travels the world eating local foods, drinking local drinks, and melting faces. I'm Steve. I'm Andrew. I'm Robert. I'm Henry. I'm Warren. And we did it! Hey, we finally see, got it! If we <laughs> saw the screen in the same place, we could figure it out. Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're Man, using... She's so mad at me that we couldn't figure out how to say <laughs> the names right. It's been this is week eight of uh, of doing this uh, the, the the podcast over the internet, and uh, I think we finally found the winning uh, streaming platform. It's called Streamyard, uh, which if yeah. you're if you're watching on Facebook and, and uh, Instagram, you can probably see the little bug up there in the corner. Um, and uh, right yeah, this right thing's here. great, man. Oh. I really dig it. Other side, bud. There you go. It's a duck. It's not it's a, a duck. bug. Well, yeah, it's it's called it's called a bug, right? Oh yeah, this is like switched sides too, so we see the reverse of what we actually do. Yeah, because yeah, we're using the the selfie Whoa, cameras weird. on. If our you can't laptops. see us, uh, we're holding up our hands like idiots, <laughs> like you know, going, "Which one is it?" It's over here, Andrew. High five. No, no, see, that's messing me up. I, I want to go the other one. way. Okay, oh, okay. All right, ready? All right, ready? Ready? Oh, God, yeah. it's so hard. It's like, you know. High five, Warren. It's like patting yeah. her head and rubbing your stomach. Oh, that's funny. Oh, my God, that's even weird, just like touching my face and looking at the screen. <laughs> if, you're, if you're watching with us on Facebook and Instagram, thank you for tuning in and hanging out with us yeah. for our podcast. And if you're listening to this, we are still doing the virtual podcast from our separate <clears> homes. <throat> so if it sounds weird that we're talking about our hands, that's because we're looking at each other on Computer screen. Computer screen. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. Which is well, fun. So it's, it's the best of a bad situation. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You gotta gotta push through. I, I, I do have to say I'm very thankful uh, for the technology that exists these days that we're even able to do something like this because otherwise, man, it would be really hard to get anything done. <laughs> we've been doing we've been doing rehearsals over FaceTime and uh, house party and all that stuff from different areas and and uh, just all of our band meetings and stuff are being done over house party now and so it's it's nice to be able to actually keep the machine moving and keep everything rolling and working and communicating and tasking and keep and the, everything going. The best part is that these applications and programs have been out there for years. Uh, we just never knew about them because we never needed them because we could always be together. But now they're saving our asses. Yep. So thank you, technology. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, thank you. Yard. But I still love technology. <laughs> forever. But you would have to imagine that this whole this whole lack of being able to see people and the and everybody forced to be on their phones. I would imagine that in a weird way, this probably is a little boost for like technology. Like these companies, you know, like these streaming services are probably going to dial their shit in way better than it yeah. ever was before. <clears throat> and there's probably new ideas that came out of these sorts of situations. So again, maybe there's a silver lining and maybe, I don't know, maybe it's yeah. all getting better. Uh, yeah. Ryan, my roommate Ryan and I watched the uh, Call of the Wild movie uh, yesterday. If, if you haven't read the book, it's the book's been out for a damn long time. Um, but the uh, it's about this the, these dogs that are sled dogs up in the Yukon, um, and it follows this dog. But they're sled dogs that deliver the mail 
all up throughout the Yukon and stuff. And so it's, I'm like, shit. Like, I haven't sent, like, an actual letter in so long. Like, if that was my only form of communication, like, I would be, I don't know, I would not be a happy camper. I was waiting to see and where there, this was going. There, there wasn't was it. Where you were going with that. Yeah. I still love that. No, but I'm like, I'm like, dude, like, because these people used to put their lives, like, at risk, you know, every day, like, you know, with avalanches and wolves and shit. And, you know, now we have, if we had this back then, then they, you know, wouldn't have to, like, put their lives at risk. As I could give you a lot more examples of, of how technology has helped us from back in the day, <laughs> but we'll save that for a different did, podcast. Did nobody get that Napoleon Dynamite reference? No, I got it. That's why I laughed okay. so hard. All right, just, good. I didn't know where it came <laughs> from. It's like... Exactly. Yeah. Um, we had our listening party yesterday. That was pretty cool. Yeah. It's been yeah. a big week, Thanks man. to everyone that tuned in. Yeah. yeah. Was anybody there? Any of you people in the comment thread there? Yeah, I know, I know, I know Bruce some of them there. were. Yeah, I know yeah. Bruce was. No, Christina was there. That was a good time. That was fun. I didn't expect it to be as big as it was. I know everyone's under quarantine and we've never really done anything where we're like, we've actually invited people before the podcast is sort of the podcast. It just happens. You know, we, we do it. We do it regardless of, uh, you know, it's pretty late for the rest of the world, but this one consciously, we were like, we want Europe and the United States to tune in at the same time. It was awesome. It was crazy to see like people from everywhere. And we yeah, had it was awesome. over the course, uh, by the time that that I started uh, uh, editing the the stream for the recorded podcast for the podcast apps, we had already gotten up to like five thousand views on the uh, on the listening party by that point, which was just incredible, man. Like I think that was yeah, it was that was just amazing. And I think it's cool for people to engage get to hear the stories of the songs and yeah. that sort of stuff and. That, that, that's like just a cool idea to do before any album release almost just to sit there and just be like, here it is. Like, let's talk about every single thing. And yeah. Yeah. It's be better to do it now. We could barely even remember the stories. We had to do it in 10 years, you know, after yeah. we're more popular than we are. And they go like, who wrote that song? And it's like, I don't know. Like Steve, yeah. me, like, you know, yeah. How did that come about? Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna blur in like you know five ten years if we don't know who wrote what part of what song anymore. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to reference our own yeah. commentary on it to remember. <laughs> well, I, I will <laughs> go go back what and then just print print out the closed captionings from yeah. <laughs> Get the transcript. Well, I'm still pretty sure I played all the guitar solos on the record. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it's funny. I mean, this is kind of off subject. Uh, at the same go, time, I drummed the whole thing, so. Yes, when Robert drummed the whole thing, I was playing all the guitar solos. Yeah. Henry, I'm joking. Did you know that happened? Sorry, War. Uh, oh, oh. Um, so when you were on mute and you couldn't talk during that live stream. Oh, I heard um, the whole thing. Okay, just, <laughs> joking, just checking. I didn't hear you yeah. respond. I, I, heard all I was just making a callback to that joke. <laughs> yep. I heard all that every second. And I couldn't say respond. anything. <laughs> Oh, poor yeah. guy. You had to poor restart guy. your computer what, like once or two or three times. I just had to restart the the app because I was using a different browser for this. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. And then Facebook kicked us off. I was so bummed because, like, you know, when you lose the live stream, like, you lose half your audience, like, yeah. right away. You can't, yep. you know, people will just click out and go on to something else. So, yeah. But uh, we got a lot of them back for the rest of it. I think we did almost, like, 
what we were thinking, oh, it's a 45-minute record. It'll take an hour. That's, that's I what that's I what thought. Robert was saying. Yeah, and yeah. then um, it was like over, over three two hours. hours. Over three yeah. hours. It was three hours? No. The, really? the edited version is, is uh, yeah, I think it's a little over almost almost three hours long. Wow. Wow. Because then we had all the, the Q&A beforehand and the Q&A afterwards and stuff, so like the actual live. It was three separate Instagram videos because Instagram only allows you to do an hour at a time. Oh, I And see. then it'll wow. shut off on you. So, which, uh, for all you Instagram people watching on Instagram, um, as soon as the live video ends, because there is a time limit on that platform, uh, I immediately start it back up. So, if it ends while you're watching it, just refresh your page and we'll be right back. Which, After you know, these I mean, I feel messages. like Instagram should... Well, because it's owned by Facebook, that. right? I mean, they should have it go a little bit longer yeah. these days. Probably got to pay for it or something. I don't know. Yeah, they're gonna pay for it. They don't. Fix oh no, it. man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell, him, tell Bobby. him, Bobby. Tell him, Bobby. I will. I'll call Mister Instagram. <laughs> Mister Mi- Graham. Mister Graham. <laughs> hey, Mark Zuckerberg. Is it I'll still? Call him up. Is it still? Mark? I know someone who knows someone who knows somebody <laughs> who knows him. Who knows his brother? Yeah. That's well, actually, his his say nephew. Say hi to your brother for me. Yeah. It's more like his nephew's second cousin, <laughs> but it's pretty close. <laughs> it was cool though. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I love that so many people came out to support us and that yeah. so many people are excited about the record and that like people were listening in real time. We were getting from all sources, like there was a hundred people messaging us during the live stream, like the audio is cutting out, the audio is cutting out. And I'm like, there's nothing we could do right now. There's literally nothing we could do. What do you want me to do? Like it's playing, like it's playing through. Yeah. And the funny part was people who were watching on Instagram we're hearing Steve's feed, so the Instagram feed was perfect, but the Facebook feed was like stuttering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it just comes down to the platform, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think this is great for voices because it's built with a compressor in it, which means if someone speaks really loud, they'll turn it down really quick, and if someone speaks really soft, they'll turn it up really quick. But when you play a track through it, it just keeps doing that throughout the track. Yeah. So, um, and I haven't figured out any way to that turn that do. off. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it was cool to. Go like, oh, people don't care. They want to hear the stories. Yeah. That was awesome. So, uh, and I'm so glad, like, people enjoyed it so much. And there's so many comments flying around. It was so awesome. It really felt like, you know, doing a show. Yeah. yeah. So all these live people there. There's, like, you know, people can say things live. People can talk to us, you know. We great. got two uh, former Robert John bass players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two out of how many? Four? Yeah. Oh, did Dave come too? Yeah, Dave was in there, I think. Right? Oh, yeah. maybe three then. I'm not sure if Nick uh, showed up, but I'm yeah. Yeah. I, I that. Anyways, a great time. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. It was a great time. I think time. we should do more stuff like that. But you guys got to show up, not just during quarantine. You got to spend an hour here <laughs> Sunday or Saturday hanging out with us yep. after this is all over. What's everyone drinking? Starting with Steve? <laughs> I'm going to go get myself a Modelo. From the fridge, oh. and then I'll be drinking that with you. So uh, keep talking about it. I'll go first. Yeah, please. Steve can cut hey, this just, out let's later. just go in this order that we've been going. Okay, so I am drinking a uh, rum, lime, lemon bitters, and a little bit of stevia. Stevia. It's really good. Um, I've been doing keto, so everything is stevia. I just have a lot of stevia instead of a like simple syrup or sugar. But it's good. 
It's just like a stiff rum drink. Rum's already so sweet to begin with. When you put some ice on it, it's delicious. So just rum with some citrus. Nice. I uh, I'm don't have anything in my glass. Jeez. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I guess this is not professional, but why, Steve, Henry, and Warren go, and I'll go next. Well, I, I, I have a Modelo. Also, nice. uh, Andrew, I found uh, from the last podcast that we did together when everybody uh, brought something and we had the, uh, the Blantons uh, from, uh, from that podcast, I still have your hard kombucha in the uh, in the fridge. So when quarantine oh, lifts, great. I'll keep that in there. Maybe you should try it to yourself. <laughs> it's I can't imagine how much worse hard kombucha gets after a month of like, you know, yeah, I mean being it's still, in your fridge. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a uh, pineapple, what is it? Pineapple chili hard I kombucha. I don't remember. I bought it cuz it looked gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll I'll yeah, I'll, maybe I'll try it next week. Let it get a little grosser. How yeah. often do you buy things because they look gross all the time <laughs> i bought these today and i'm gonna oh. try these uh, i got these at uh the the mexican market El Matate. um they are la mexicana spice camarón natural whole shrimp oh and they're just dried okay. whole shrimp <laughs> and so i'm gonna i'm gonna right. buy that they, I mean, they look like shrimp. That you know, they're not <laughs> yeah. like really that like appealing of a. But I do love, I do love shrimp, I and I do love shrimp. like like dried fish treats and stuff that you can get from like the like the Japanese markets and the Korean markets and stuff. So these are uh, uh, ground up shrimp. Actually, makes like a really good seasoning. Yeah, but I don't see people eat it like that a lot without doing something with it. Yeah, these things are. Uh, oh, it's, even right. Right. it's like the full the full shrimp. Head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a bite of this real quick in the mic. Oh, nice! Listen crunch. to that crunch. And you went head first too, right with the eyes. Oh man, these are really good. <laughs> Bruce just said, "Why, Steve? Why?" And <laughs> I was about to say life, the same Bruce. thing. Oh, these are incredible, yeah. man! I'm gonna get these every time. <laughs> they just taste like they just taste like dried shrimp. They're like dried fish. Tastes like Devlin down. Salty yeah. and shrimpy. All right, so Hell what are you yeah. drinking now, Robert? Awesome. Okay, um, I know this is crazy. I've already had it on the podcast. It's not that exciting. I'm just drinking a dose of beer. It's called Gimme. It's delicious. Yeah. It's a great everyday beer. And uh, I've had it on the podcast probably like eight times or something. So Nice. not going to go in depth with it, but yeah. just have nice. to uh, give that dose of love. Nice. Well, I'll end it off. I'm drinking think- water. <laughs> drinking water. I'm not drinking dirt. anything. Oh, right. sorry. Oh, sure. <laughs> sorry, Henry. A, this is a Lagunitas Pilsner. I finally have a beer on the podcast. I've only been drinking water the last couple of times. Crowd so, of you. Yep. All right. For those of you that can't see these shrimp, they look like the <sighs> shrimp emoji. Not back to the shrimps. <laughs> They're really good. Oh, also, uh, happy uh, Cinco de Mayo, everybody. That's made ahead the of us. May the fourth be with you. May the 4th be well, with you. It's still the 4th for us in California, but um, for most everywhere else in the world <clears throat> um, that's ahead of us, uh, like the East Coast of the United States is already uh, Cinco de Mayo. So I hope you guys are uh, pre-gaming. Bitty, bitty, bomb, bomb. And uh, yeah, cheers. Is that what you say on Cinco de Mayo? It's the Selena toast? No, Don Farmer in the comments said bitty, bitty, bomb, bomb. And so I decided oh, to, oh. to say it because I, I don't know what that means, but... It sounded. It looks like it is fun to say. And if it's you want to try, it's a line from a Selena song. Oh, really? Nice. 
Mm-hmm. I need to listen to more Selena. Maybe I'll listen to Selena tomorrow. There you, bitty, bitty, bum, bum. you should listen to Selena tomorrow and eat more shrimp. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what people do. It's like Maya. I will See. say uh, in, in our comments, uh, Ian Irvine is drinking some homemade mead. Ooh. Which sounds oh, way wow. more exciting than anything that, that we have going on right now. Crazy. Um, so Ian is a herb from Alasta Brewing's uh, son. So he's like been exposed to, or stepson. Let me correct that, but he's been exposed to good beer for years and years and years from herbs, so he's pretty yeah. adventurous when it comes to alcohol. So why is it there's homemade mead in the in the thing? I've had mead before. What is yeah. what is mead? Mead is honey wine. Oh, okay. Hmm. I remember when we played a beer festival like years and years and years ago. I that think we have like a weird day. video of it. This is back in the um, Kyle days. The Southern California Homebrewers Festival? Yeah, yeah. In Ojai. Yeah. In Ojai, California. We do have a funny video from that. And um, we're yeah, all, all of us have our shirts yeah, off. We're all, like, like, we're all like 10 years old in the video, basically. <laughs> That's great. Um, but we tried mead there for the first time. They had a bunch of meads. And someone did a habanero mead. And I remember it burning the shit out of my mouth and my throat. But it was really good. Wait, so I always thought mead was like... Thick and heavy. <laughs> is it not as heavy as it seems? Uh, no. Like, it's not. It's like wine. It's like a little bit thicker than wine. It's like a blonde hmm. ale, let's oh. say. It's about that consistency. Yeah. Is it? Is it like frothy? Like, no, it like, it's more no? like wine. Weird. I always thought mead was like a beer type thing. No, I'm pretty sure it's more like wine. I think <laughs> it's pretty much like wine. <laughs> Is it so? You're saying so? You think it's more like wine? Yeah. No, no, it's pretty frothy. And it's really thick. <laughs> oh, so it's like it's a, really so thick it's, and frothy. So it's like a wine. It's almost the consistency of honey. Oh, okay. So, and, but it's, it's like frothy, like a frappuccino on top. Oh, I oh, thought it was like beer. But you said it's wine. Yeah, but it, but it's wine. But it's so it's like a beer, but it's wine. Yeah. Oh, wow. Ian says uh, his is fifteen point five percent made from orange blossom honey. Ooh. You really wow. taste the orange. It's like wine without the astringency. So like so is the it, is it like a barley wine? Is it kind of like that? Should we look mm. up what astringency means? Lower carbonation. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a fancy word. Uh, no, no, I, I swear to God, it's just like wine. Like, stop trying to make it not like wine. Why, can't, why is wine not a good enough descriptor? It's like wine. It's heavier than wine. It's it tastes different than wine. It doesn't have the same taste as wine, but it's the consistency of wine. Uh, so it's like a wine. Uh, now you're getting it. Yep. is mouth puckering. Oh. We learn so much on this podcast. Yeah, we do. <clears throat> the more you know. These shrimp are kind of astringent. Kind of makes your mouth go. <laughs> you mean they're... If you keep talking about shrimp, I'm going to start talking about stroking, okay? Uh-oh. I'm that shrimp. Speaking of, speaking of stroking, can we do something that makes our ears pucker? Yeah. yeah. Are, are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Talking to you, Good Henry. Are you talking to I me? I was just trying to do, I was um, trying to do one of those really cool segues. Good try. So I'm pretty excited about... Uh, next weekend, first of all, for our record is our our new record is coming out. But also, uh, one of my favorite current bands that I've seen live, uh, I think three or four times. I've been a fan of them since I was in high school, uh, and yeah, I've been following them since around I think like ten years ago. I started listening to them, and they're called White Denim, 
and they're from Austin, Texas, and they're coming out with a new record this, uh, the 8th, is that the same day as us? Yep. It is. Yeah. On the Friday? Yeah. So they're coming out with a record the same day as well. Great. Um, I believe it's going to be called The World as a Waiting Room, but they dropped a single on it uh, last Friday, and I finally got a chance to listen to it. And it's super awesome, and I'm super excited. So I thought I would share that with you guys today because I freaking completely love White Denim, and I think they kick ass, and they're really awesome to see live. And also their records are super cool. So this song that they just came out with is called I Don't Understand Rock and Roll. song but i don't know what was more disturbing is watching steve dance those shrimps around <laughs> or him eating them <laughs> you guys the shrimps are really good and now they're gone and i wish i had gotten two packets oh that song was happened. rad man i really like that that's cool yeah, yeah. um it's i was very uh i 
I just, yeah, they just keep coming out with stuff that is like just exceeds expectations and just can just one of those bands that continues to put out great records. It one seems the like other. they do understand rock and roll, though. Oh, oh, What's oh. up? I said like it, it. It seems like they do understand rock and roll. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I mean, it could be like ironic or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's all about you know where the songwriter is, uh, you know whose perspective the songwriter is talking from, maybe or. Yeah, I was trying to be funny, yeah. but it wasn't. I, I missed the mark. That's, okay. That's all right. That's okay. I tried. You tried. It was a great song. Yeah, that was a great song. I like that. Yeah. Um, Is that different than other stuff they've done in the past? Um, it's a little poppier, but it's it's it makes sense with the trajectory they were going. Um, but like they they have a bunch of like really interesting guitar tones and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They added a keyboard player on, uh, I think, two albums ago, which was... Yeah, his name is me. Beep, boop, oh. beep, 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 oh. beep, 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 For people who can't say I have a mini keyboard, I was like, I don't know <laughs> you played keyboards for white denim, Andrew. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. How come I didn't he's, see you? He's really busy. He does a lot of stuff with Robert on the Rec and white denim. He just, Are you a doppelganger that can change your appearance? Uh, yes, exactly. Oh, Okay. That would make a lot of sense because the keyboard player looks nothing like you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, check them out. They're all their all their albums are really really awesome, uh, and I'm really excited to listen to their new record. Yeah, they have a great sound. I love yeah. how they carry that kind of sound, that characteristic from. Yeah. Do they record all their stuff themselves too? Yeah, I believe they record everything. At, so the main guy uh, James, who I met. Uh, personally, the last time I saw them play at the Belly Up, uh, he has a studio in Austin that I think for the last couple albums they've been recording all their stuff at. And uh, it's definitely my goal to cut something there one of these days uh, when that's they, possible. They're from Austin, right? Yeah, Austin, Texas. Yep, they're awesome. from Austin, Texas. And uh, yeah, just like they do all the cool 70s, 60s, guitar rock fuzzy stuff and then they throw in these cool like you know there's like these random like punk elements to it and blues elements and progressive elements and jazz elements and it's just this like really cool sort of blender of like all these influences and it their their sound is constantly sort of evolving and shifting and stuff and really interesting band to watch the progress of and get to listen to i have a question about the band yeah. Uh, which I'm sure a lot of people that are going to listen to this are going to have the same question. Is it a thing for fans to do when they go to the show? Is it a thing to wear white denim to their shows? Mm, <laughs> no. Um, I've been to four of their shows, and I don't remember. Yeah, I don't Anyone think wearing white denim? No. I feel like that'd be a like a, a main thing to do, going to a white denim show, is to wear white denim. Like it would be. Like Buddy Guy with the polka dots? Mm. Yeah. 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 Same thing. I'm, I'm actually a serious question because yeah, I've never yeah. been to one of those shows. Yeah, I, I've never seen, I've never paid attention to it. Um, I've never personally seen anybody with it. I think maybe in a couple of years when they're more like they've been around longer, maybe, and they're more of like a. Or maybe we just started something on this podcast for white denim fans to wear uh, white denim. Maybe, too. yeah. It's possible. Let's call our band uh, String Tight Bikinis. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with our demographic is that if they show up and drink that beginning, yeah. we would not I want to see backfire. that. I don't want to see it. Five-year-old males. I don't want to see it. Um, oh, Christina asked if the band wears white denim. I've never seen them wear white denim. Okay. Those are 
Yeah. Some good What's questions. the point of the name then? No one's having fun. It's I'm just, just kidding. Name, man. I don't know, dude. The world works in mysterious ways. That's like saying only mm-hmm. queens can go to queen shows. Come well, on, yeah. we all know that. It'd be like like I don't know, 30, man. Beats me. Like thirty royal family members. <laughs> I just need to get wrecked before every show. Well, that's definitely happened. <laughs> we actually try really hard to be responsible and not do that before we play. Yeah. Yes, but that doesn't mean I, that I you do. can't do it for us. I, yeah, it is tough. Uh, I've talked to other musicians about that too. Um, one of our friends, uh, Robert DeLong, maybe I'm like divulging too much information. It's not Robert DeLong. It's someone else who I. His name is Bobbert uh, Prolong. Song. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, he's telling me one time at a party that like he put a line on a water bottle and he's like, I could fill it up with this much vodka and I I can have this much vodka before I play. And that's it. If I go past that amount, then I usually mess up. So I only allow myself up to the line. (laughs) Wow. There you go. That's responsible. Yeah. All right. I have a good, uh, uh, topic tonight, right? Is everyone ready? Yeah. This might suck for Steve, but you can think about how to make it creative for you. Okay. It's I was like excited to see what you're going to say. If you were to get a million dollars to eat a gross shrimp in a bag. No. Oh, man. I would, yeah. No, uh, how many, how many your, rounds can we go? What is your dream instrument? Like if money was no object, mm. and you can get anything you wanted, it doesn't even have to be your instrument. But it was no object. What would you want? And it can't be like someone's guitar. It can't be like Jimi Hendrix's guitar or something like that. It has to be like this like, model of this year. Like something you can look up on Reverb or whatever. Yeah. Right. I have one off the top of my head that's really simple. Simple, man. It comes with one one amendment is if I had the space for it. Yeah. Okay. Is that all right? So if I had the space for it, which I don't, but what I would get would be a baby grand piano. Yeah. Ooh. Or a grand Ooh. piano. I don't know. It depends on how much space. That's your dream instrument? If I could pick an instrument that I would love to have right now, it would be a baby uh, grand piano. Because I love That's playing baby why? grand pianos. I love sitting down on them and playing them. And uh, like Steve has a baby grand at his parents' house. Um, and my friend, who you all have been to, Clay's. The Clayboy Mansion up here in Laguna yeah. has a has a baby grand right there, and every time I go over there for a party, I always sit down. It's just I love sitting down at a big piano and just playing. I prefer to do it alone. I prefer no one to be there. Um, but if I was going to pick an instrument that I would want that I could have a ton of money to buy and a place to put it, it would be a baby grand piano, hands down. Like a like what kind? Well, I, I, haven't, done my, I haven't done my research in uh, baby grand. <laughs> I know that Yamaha makes a decent sized one. <laughs> um, this is your chance for an endorsement. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying that that's what came into it straight to my head. So. Uh, dude, yeah, I had Steinway on the line. They lost interest, dude. You just said Yamaha. Well, I, Steinway and Sons is that? Yeah, Stein, I'll take one Steinways of those. are they're beautiful, man. Yeah, baby grand, deliver it to my house. It'll take up my whole house. <laughs> that's that's what I pick. All right, I'll go. I think I'd love to have, like, I almost have my dream Ludwig kit, and I'll give the short of if I can improve my Ludwig kit 1%. It's to add red in the acrylic. Right now I play a blue and white swirl one, and I've seen red, white, and blue, white swirl ones, and I'm like, oh, if I can get that. 
Actually, the drummer who has it is super good. Her name is Val. She has the... Uh, that was Val. the one. So Matt, Matt Morgan, the guy who just took our portrait shots, just took shots of Val, too. Like it, it, she's a drummer in the community in California. She's really great. She goes on a bunch of awesome pop tours. She plays with almost everyone. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but she has the red, white, and blue kit that I want. And it means I'm never, ever going to get it for the rest of my life because she's never giving it up. So... And I've seen him come up, and I, I like the red, white, and blue ones, but I like what I have to, so I'm not complaining about the Ludwig that I have. I would love to get a solid shell Craviato kit, and uh, it's like a custom drum maker, and they don't... So, like, normal drums are made with plies, so you get plies, and you stitch them all together, and then you roll them to make the drum shell. Craviatos are single ply, meaning they take one piece of wood and steam bend it and then make a drum that way and it's much more uh difficult to make a drum out of one ply and sound good and stuff and just everything i've heard of these drums is the greatest thing in the world you hit it and you go oh my god this is what a drum's supposed to sound like it just has this like warm vintage sort of tone and it sounds big and i don't know it just feels so good playing behind it but the kits are like i don't know Somewhere between six and ten thousand dollars, where I'm like, yeah. nah, there's no reason. Like, you're not gonna hear that on the recording. You just sort of feel it in the room, and like, I can put you know coated heads on a Ludwig standard, which is like an eight hundred dollar kit, and it's gonna sound like ninety percent of what the Craviato does. So there's no reason to ever spend that much money. Like when you get into that top tier thing, you're really just buying like like 10% better sound, which for drums is like, you know, at this point people just replace them and go like, well, here, if you wanted that sound, we could do it this way. But, um, but we don't do that anyways. But yeah, I think a Craviato kit, like a nice natural tone Craviato kit would be something I'd splurge on. Uh, I would have to go with the, uh, the castle bar whammy clavinet. Those things are absolutely insane. Um, and what, what it is, is it's a, it's a clavinet with, uh, I believe that it actually has like all the strings and stuff inside, and it's got this giant whammy bar um, up on top, so you can bend notes and and everything, and sound like a guitar player but on a keyboard. And I watched some videos on YouTube about it, and <laughs> just so fucking cool, man. Is that the sound. one Adam from, uh, well, formerly from CRB and Circles of the Sun played? Yes, I think so. Maybe. You might have had one. I thought this was one. more of a, a synth-based one. But yeah. I know much, that we I'm opened sure. up for the Crash Kings, and he, he plays one the whole time, right? Yeah. Bobby Sparks plays one in uh, the Snarky Puppy stuff. Yeah. It sounds, it's, it almost it sounds, sounds like a guitar. It sounds so mean, dude. Like it's, yeah. oh, it's so so rad. Yeah, that would, that would be my pick. How much are they? They're like they're they're super rare. So I think I found one on Reverb a couple of years ago for like like I think it was like eight grand or something. Oh, is that all? Yeah, it was it was like it was not cheap. Um, and I think one of the reasons that, that makes it so crazy expensive is that it actually has all the all the strings in there and stuff. So like you really have to maintain it and. It's not like changing six strings. You've got, you know, however, you know, 60, 63 times three or whatever that you're detuning and 
So it sounds like just as hard as a piano to maintain. We'll get knocked out of tune and stuff like that. Yeah, probably. But it would be awesome to have one. And if you get one in good condition and stuff, that would be amazing. Or I'd just rent one, but probably mm-hmm. just rent it. I'm a little conflicted. Uh, I've recently gotten into the world of the Gibson SG. And so I don't know if I would want the 64 standard or the 64 special. But if I were to get a 64 <laughs> standard, it would be the one that comes with a factory Bigsby. Wait, what's the difference? So the 64 standard or 64, 65, they're, they're nearly identical aside from the year, but they were, there's, there's something about Gibson's that were made in that era. Uh, the neck shape and everything, it was just like, everything was just right. So a 65 SG standard comes with, uh, the, the legendary, uh, PAF pickups is what they call them. Uh, and they're the same kind of pickups that are in like uh, 59 Les Paul or whatever. Um, and there were rare occurrences in which those guitars came with specifically like a Bigsby style tailpiece, which is the one I currently have on my guitar. But it came like factory with the guitar. So it's like basically already set up for it. Um, the thing about putting vibratos on guitars that aren't necessarily meant for them is you have to basically it'll either work or it won't. And if it doesn't work, you have to basically reset up the guitar to actually be something that works with a Bigsby. And then uh, like a 64 or 65 SG special comes with P90 pickups, which are single coil pickups. And they have, I would say like a little bit of a tighter sound. Like they look like this. They're the soap bar style pickups that like uh, Jared James Nichols really likes that pickup and a couple other people are, are huge fans of it. And so I would have to try both and see which one I actually prefer, but it would be between those two. And then I have to say Ian had a really, really good uh, comment there. And I would say like a fifties Fender tweed amp or, or two of them would be pretty much the dream amp for me, like a tweed deluxe or tweed baseman. Nice. How much is a, uh, uh, SG special. I'm looking at a uh, 65 uh, SG special. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, they're somewhere between. They can be anywhere from like five to like ten grand usually. Some of them can be cheaper, but I would want one with like a with like a tailpiece like this one. So this one's like whatever. It has that tailpiece there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one's nine thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. Dang. And then, Let's see if I can find this uh, this other one that I was looking at. That's like this thing is like twenty thousand dollars for the S the other SG I was talking about wow. with the uh, vibrato built in. Yeah, with the Bigsby like already on it. So some of them have Bigsby's and some of them have like uh, I don't know what you call it, like normal tremolo bars, right? Or right. So was the big beast and then they came stock or? Sometimes it came stock, but it was really rare. Um, otherwise, it would come with that <laughs> other, uh, is called a Maestro Vibrola. That would be like, is like kind of on this plate that goes to the end of the body. And that was a, a tailpiece that Gibson made for their own guitars and they would put on guitars. Um, and so it's interesting because people tend to associate Gibson with having those stop bar tailpiece, but actually, the only guitars that really had those were. 
the Les Paul and like the, maybe some 335s and stuff like that originally. So like originally the SG came with a vibrato tailpiece like that. And so the, the Maester vibrato is one that came with, and then there were occasionally some rare instances of SGs that would come with a factory installed Bigsby vibrato. And they basically have the same mechanism except for the Bigsby operates on a spring and uh, there's just subtle differences in, in kind of how the play works with regards to the strings and stuff like that. And it's like cool. a completely different mechanism from like a, like a Strat tremolo or something like that. Like a Strat tremolo has those springs in the back and you can like dive bomb with it and stuff. You can't really dive yeah, bomb with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, they're completely different like mechanisms. That. It's all built into like the bridge, right? Right, yeah, exactly. Interesting. Or... I feel like War got his dream instrument. Yeah, I mean, I got, I just bought a bass not even a year ago. Um, so I'm pretty stoked on that thing. The Echo Park talked about it a bunch. It's on my Instagram. I think the problem with me is I, I just like gear. I like microphones, I like outboard gear. I like, I like pedals, I like bass guitars, I like synthesizers. Like, <clears throat> the funny thing is, the first thing that came to my mind was a Craviato drum set. I oh love, really? No way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love Craviato, uh, and I know they're super expensive, and I probably never ever get one. But that was like always my bucket list. Like if I could have any drum set, I'd probably get their shells and all that sort of stuff. Um, I don't know other things. I still want to try a Mulan bass. I know that's not like it's not outrageously expensive. Uh, <laughs> they're like a South Korean man, uh, company. But again, like there's so many small things that I want to like different pedals. Like I really like the uh, the H9 from uh, Eventide, and mm. and I, I want to get one of those. Uh, uh, I want to build my own tube microphone. So like I feel like there's not like one holy grail for me. It's just like give me everything. Mm. <laughs> Can I have everything on reverb, please? Right. Yes. Right. I love <laughs> reverb. I give me the Sweetwater Warehouse. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. So you know, I guess I go through phases. It's hard to just pick one thing, and especially since I did just get the Echo Park bass. That's like okay, cool. That was a, a once in a lifetime sort of purchase. So stoked on that. Nice. Yeah, that thing sounds awesome too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If you can have one instrument <coughs> that you don't play, what would it be? Oh. So like. In the band, and if you already said something, you just have to say different, something different than what you said already. <sighs> so everyone think about it. I always have to think of another thing we want. Yeah, it's oh, fun. Can I Do start? You hate thinking time. of cool shit. Yeah, I love talking about gear. <laughs> yes, we'll go backwards. So I'm like, Robert has more time to think of. Man. Okay, this is super super random. Um, I just thought of it. Uh, I want to get one of those things. I think it's like. It's like an Asian instrument that has a bunch of strings that you hit with the the little hammers. Oh, the uh, yeah. And it's I called think a dulcimer. Hammer dulcimer. Is that, is that are those really called dulcimers? It's yeah. no, a dulcimer is the. It's a hammer dulcimer. Is the, is the is the. There's two different types of dulcimers. There's the. Oh, I know you're talking the about the guitar. guitar Sorry, Henry's right. I'm talking about the hammer dulcimer. Yeah, so there's a hammer dulcimer, and then there's like the other one that's sort of like it's almost like a lap steel kind of thing, but. Like way more primitive. Yeah, it's like a mountain guitar. Or yeah, something. yeah. No, I want the hammer dulcimer. Those things. Yeah, are cool. or like a xylophone, or like something kind of like a cross between drums and like something that you bang on and that gives you uh, notes too. There's an instrument called a zephyr, right? Which is you use hammers and it's a string thing. I think there's 
a lot of hammered instruments. So, uh, it's my but favorite. yes, like there's Filipino hammers instruments, there's Asian hammered instruments, like you know, mainland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, I would have to say my first vote is on a pedal steel guitar. Uh, it's one of my dreams in life to get a pedal steel, get a really nice one, and learn how to play it because I just love how they sound and they're amazing. And I've been encouraged by other pedal steel players that I should try it because they think I would be good at it. So I would really like to like they're like I don't know they're usually like three grand at least to get like a good pedal steel basically. Um, but there's an instrument that I am really really interested in learning how to play. Um, and then my honorable mention, honorable mention actually can remind me is the hurdy gurdy. I'd love to have a hurdy gurdy. That would be super cool. What's a hurdy gurdy? A hurdy gurdy is like an instrument that operates with like this lever thing, and <laughs> it makes these like crazy like ancestral like medieval sounds on it. It's like the craziest thing ever. It's so cool. And there's a video on. Um, the Led Zeppelin movie, the song remains the same that came out in the seventies at the beginning of Jimmy Page, like sitting by a lake playing a hurdy gurdy. And that was the first time I saw one. And I was like, what is that? That thing is the coolest thing ever. And then I have to mention this as well is I definitely want to have a legit, uh, Fender Rhodes yeah. one day. Cause I love how those, those sound cool. too. Those are so rad, man. Uh, I, <laughs> I love this instrument, and I would love to have one. Uh, it's called a harpeggi. Mm, mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of those? That's number four for me. That yeah. is number four for me. <laughs> um, it's like a it's like a guitar. It's, it's a stringed yes. instrument, but instead of strumming, uh, you press down like you would be playing like on a keyboard and stuff. And it's all laid out in front of you, like from you, uh, close to you to, to further away than you. And it's like embedded in the in the wood that has like the different you know keys and stuff and you can just sit there and play chords and do different stuff like on your lap yeah and it sounds really really beautiful man it's stevie it's wonder cool. there's like a bunch yeah. of videos of stevie wonder playing it and Corey henry from snarky puppy playing yeah. them and i got to mess around with one one time i forget where where i was but it was so cool because like you could just like you could you could take you know hit a string and then like you know essentially like you know <laughs> Like you would be going up a neck and be like, yeah, you know? yeah. You could do that, but just like away from you, but like with five fingers down and like hold right. out a cord and then like be able to pull and you just you know shake it side to side for yeah. For, it was so cool and such a different brain power uh, yeah to to play it and try to understand it and stuff. But it was I think, really, I think Steve really and I should both get one at the same time. Yeah, then, dude. That'd be so fun. Because it's literally like a keyboard and a guitar like put together pretty yeah. much. It's so rad, man. They're yeah. really cool. Harpeggi. What about okay. you? I think I've wanted this guitar for a long time. I don't have a year on it. I'm not like into that. Obviously, like probably a vintage one. But I've always wanted a seafoam green telly with a maple neck. Nice. I don't know why I like these things. I think I just saw one when I was a kid. But really mm. like... I like maple necks more than ebony and rosewood necks. I think they mm-hmm. look super cool. And I've always just like that surf, like, you know, pastel seafoam green. It's so yes. freaking cool. And they do strats and tellies too. And I think I've just grown to like tellies in general. I love 
<clears throat> just the shape the tail is and stuff like that. And I, I've never been a fan of Les Pauls. They're always like too heavy. Mm-hmm. I've never been a fan of uh, like I like SGs, but they don't feel. Uh, there's something about a Tele in my brain that's like, uh, this is the guitar for you. Like this is the sound and stuff like that. And they're twangy. Yeah. And they could do the in between thing. And some metal guys can play uh, Tellys if they have to. And they sort of work for a lot of stuff, but I've always liked tellies. I like that whole thing. So Seafoam yeah. Green Telly 60s or whatever when the actual surfer was going on with a maple neck. That'd be sick. Nice. Bob? Well, since I said an instrument that I don't often play last time, can I switch it, switch it up this time? Is that all right? Do whatever you want. Um, so there's a tele guitar that I've used in the past, but it's not mine. Um, it's a white telly with humbuckers and, um, the biggest thing to me is that there's the common C shape and U shape of the fender neck. Um, and this telly has a V neck, Mm. which Mm. is a uncommon neck for fenders in general. That was like the original neck shape in the fifties for, yeah, it's like the old, I would love to get my hands on a telly with a V neck. With the humbuckers, and I know there's one out there in someone's garage that I won't name right now that I could easily use, <laughs> um, and I could easily buy it off of him since he doesn't really use it. <clears throat> um, but from Jim, we're not there. We're not there yet. So I'd love to get my hands on one for myself <laughs> if I could ever find one because I have yet to find find one that is exactly like that. That's that I can afford. So I would say a, a telly with a V neck is something that I'm looking forward to. Purchasing or, you know, finding someone to make me one. That'd be awesome. I am also like Warren too, where I want to have everything. So, <laughs> yeah, um, right. Give me all the microphones. Give me all the guitars. Yeah. Give me all the basses. Give me all the keyboards. <clears throat> no synthesizers. I'd be good with that. Any of this. <laughs> one of every style amp. One of every style yeah. keyboard. Yeah. One of everything, pretty much. Yeah. Just give me one of everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm a collector. A little bit of everything. The biscuits and the beans? Oh, yeah. A little bit is better than nada? Some, something like that. I like it, Steve. We're all my, we're all my great dads one day. I was just, I was just projecting. My- yeah, we, we, could, uh, we could listen back to this podcast in uh, 10 years and uh, see if any of us have gotten any of those instruments. <laughs> I called it back. That'd be interesting. I'm, I hope I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm not going to sound like that at 45. But. Maybe I'm just... I have a, a weird, short, hard. funny story about the Hammer Dulcimer. So we played a show with our friends. I I don't know if it was... It was one of Cody's bands. I don't know if it was Rust on the Rails then or exactly what it was called. But we played at the Crocodile in Seattle. And um, Scott Mercado, the drummer from the band Candlebox, was playing drums for him. He was super sweet. He let me use his drum set, but he had a hammer dulcimer there. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, can you try? Uh, can I try it? He's like, yeah, sure. Like, check it out. And it was so cool. Like, the, the hammers are, like, way lighter than you think they are. They're almost like chopsticks. You know, they feel really light. And it sounded awesome. And he had these, like, custom skull inlays, like, in the dulcimer. And he's like, yeah, I call it the skullcimer. <laughs> <laughs> the skullcimer. Oh, man. That's so cool. uh, I think he played it on like one song. He used it for like two seconds, and uh, but he's super good, and he's a super nice guy. And thank yeah. you, Scott Mercado, for introducing me to the Skullsmer. That was a fun show too. Yeah, that was a fun time. All right, anyone got any picks? 
Well, we have besides two my shrimp today, which we're announcing on this podcast. Shrimp, <laughs> nice. Always bringing it back to yeah. the shrimp. <laughs> Hurry up, shrimp! Hurry up, shrimp! Hurry up. <laughs> uh, yeah. We have two picks today for this podcast, right, Andrew? What are the picks? Sorry, I forgot what we're so talking we, about. So we did. We oh, held wait, a wait. Uh, we held a photo contest. Our first uh, Robert John of the Red yeah, photo yeah, yeah. contest, and uh, and it was it was really cool. We got we got a bunch of uh, people uh, hashtagging GetRec twenty twenty for their chance to win um, a uh, a pre order bundle. Oh, two picks. <laughs> <laughs> I know what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> like two picks. Like what's gonna be after this pick? <laughs> We got it. So, we got it. Yeah. Take it so away. We're going to yeah, announce yeah. those winners here on the podcast. Steve, put up your sweet banner. Here's, right now. Here's can, the we s- can we do a drum roll? Yeah, we can do a drum roll. Uh, and the winners are <laughs> Ralph Junkers yeah. and Neil Hodgson. Congratulations, Ralph you guys. And Andrew, tell them what they've won. They've won two pre-order packages, their choice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. A little bit more excitement with that, Andrew. Sorry. Uh, It's going to be a pre-order package of their choice. So we will uh, we will reach out uh, directly to you guys and uh, get your information and what you would like. Um, and thank you for everyone. That thank you. Get right Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for everybody. That was really cool to, to to see photos from old shows, especially. It was, it was nice and nostalgic to to see. There were some some uh, submissions that were from years and years and years ago, um, which was really cool to be like, oh, yeah, remember that show? Like It was really neat. Steve, so, are you able to show the pictures that they, that they, they I picked? I don't know that I can show them on here, like... Big. Okay, then don't worry about it. Yeah, we can post them on Instagram. Yeah, we'll we'll post yeah, them on yeah. our Instagram and and congratulate people. And, and thanks and for everyone that uh, hashtag get ready twenty twenty. This will be this we will be the last contest yeah. that we do. Um, but we want to thank everyone for hashtagging get wrecked twenty twenty, and uh, congratulations to Ralph and Neil. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Those are our Two picks for the night. Two picks. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> and going forward, you can hashtag get wrecked on all of your Robert John related photos because that also is a hashtag. Ooh, or two picks. Continuing <laughs> for the band. So after this, continue to tag get wrecked on any photos. We really appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. The record's out this week. Friday, May 8th. Friday, Ooh. release week. Yeah. Wow. We're going to be doing a live stream on Saturday, May 9th. If you haven't Look seen it already, we uh, we released a uh, a new music video for uh, our second single off the record, "Tired of Drinking Alone," um, and we are with that uh, working uh, doing a fundraiser uh, with Sweet Relief Musicians Fund um, for their COVID nineteen fund uh, to help musicians that have fallen on uh, hard times and being affected. Yeah, you know, financially by by this pandemic and everything. So uh, we're using the the video as a platform to raise money for them. So if you can donate, please please do donate. There's links all over our socials and stuff, and also right there in the comments on the video. 
And if you are unable to uh, donate financially, just donate one click of your time to hit that share button and pass it along to somebody that might be able to. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Order the record or, uh, you know, just listen to the record, share the record, do all the things. We need everyone's help to make this thing as big as it possibly can be. We're getting really, really good feedback from everyone who's heard it. That listening party was so much fun. Everyone really enjoyed it. And if you enjoy it, the best thing you could do in general is just share it with other people. We'd love that. You know, if you if they need a download code, if they need anything, we just want people to hear the music. Yeah. It's really important to us. And if it's important to you, then, you know, feel free to share it with other people. And I think the people who have already pre-ordered their albums are starting to get them. So yep, uh, they're coming in uh, yeah, with, the, with the U.S. Postal Service right now. Things are not going as normally fired as they usually would. Um, so a lot of the domestic uh, orders are coming in really quickly, and a lot of the international orders are taking a little bit more time. So we want to thank everyone for um, understanding the the difficulties right now with the COVID-19 when it comes to shipping orders. Um, and uh, we also want to thank everyone for ordering those pre-orders. And uh, if you haven't got it yet, you will be getting it very soon. If you've already gotten it, post it online and share it and say you just got it. Yeah. So um, we want to thank everyone for, for dealing with the COVID-19 uh, issues just like we are dealing with them as well. And uh, I know everyone across the globe is dealing with those certain issues. So we'll, I just want to personally say thanks to everyone for uh, understanding those those issues right now involving shipping and uh, manufacturing of everything because uh, it's a lot of stuff that that we we had no idea of and no one had any idea of the whole time. So uh, thanks for working with us um, on all that stuff. All right. So uh, be good to each other. Stay safe. Get wrecked. Uh, check out the new record. And then, oh, did we tell them about uh, about Saturday? Did we mention Saturday? We are what? doing a live stream of our full record yeah. played live by the band yeah. with our instruments and our voices on May 9th at 1 p.m. on our Facebook page. We'll be going live on there, and we're doing a really exciting show for everyone, uh, and we're really excited to have everyone there, and we're putting a lot of work into it. And... Um, you know, we would normally have a CD release show um, for our CD, and right now we can't. And so the best, next best thing that we can think of is uh, a really cool live stream for everyone to be a part of. So that'll happen on May 9th at 1 p.m. Pacific, Pacific Standard, Standard Time. Time. And uh, it's uh, presented by Hampton Productions, and um, we are going to uh, be promoting that all this week. So stay tuned and uh, get ready and... Get wrecked. Yeah. Get wrecked. Get wrecked. Yeah. We'll see you guys soon. Get wrecked and then yeah. get ready to get more wrecked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>